Hi guys, we just want to give a quick disclaimer. Since it is Mental Health Awareness Month, this episode is going to be based around the prevalence of mental health within our society and how we've dealt with mental health in our past experiences. So for the episode, we will be talking about a couple harsh topics. And if you are feeling uncomfortable or if you're feeling uneasy with anything that we are saying, by all means, please stop. There are hotlines that you can reach out to and there are support systems that you can go through to talk to. But happy Mental Health Awareness Month and we'll get into the episode. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome, welcome to, to the, the Dan, Dan Under Podcast. We've been gone for too long. I just, <laughs> I'm cheesing. Oh my God. We've been gone for so long. We are cheesing. We're recording as well. So there's like lights Camera right straight. There. Lights, camera, action. <laughs> no, but we have been gone for so long. We don't even know how... Well, I feel like I'm a stranger to this place. Like, I don't even know how to use the mics anymore. Honestly, you're not the only one. But anyways, uh, today we've decided to speak about mental health since it is Mental Health Awareness Month. So happy the beautiful, mental health... The beautiful month yeah. of May. But happy Mental Health aw- mental health Awareness Month. Um, And so, yeah, we I think we just kind of decided to speak a little bit about experiences um, with mental health and just in our society as well um, mm-hmm. but yeah I'll, I'll give it to you Dwan. it's so prevalent within our society and I do want to say that mental health still isn't talked about nearly as much as it should be so now more than ever we need to prioritize conversations about it and give mental health the recognition it deserves because Ladies and gents, uh, we need to start saying that mental health is a priority. It is uh, our number one focus in this life. Like one of the most important messages we can share this month is that mental health is invisible. One in four people have mental illnesses, but many of them suffer in silence. So we also want to talk about how mental health has affected us personally, the prevalence of it within our society, the stigma around mental health, especially both yeah. of us coming from a Somali background. Um, mental health was is not something that is talked about within our, like, we'll, we'll get called crazy. Like, if I was to go and say, yeah, I, I'm not doing well, they will start, like, exercising. What that? <laughs> You know, I won't even get into that, but I do just want to say that mental health really is important and it is something that we need to put at the forefront of our lives. You can sound confident and still have anxiety. You can smile and still have depression. So we do want to let everyone know that there are outlets that you can speak to. We have posted it on our Instagram down under pod. So be sure, um, oh sorry. So be sure to um, follow us, look at uh, what we post and just, yeah. Like, follow, DM us if you have any questions. But there are hotlines that you can speak to. Um, there is a bunch of hotlines that you can speak to and they are open 24-7 for advice. And guys, they do not judge. They are there to talk to you, help you, and yeah, it's their job. They're there to just support you, basically. And just know that you are loved. Oh my goodness, you are here for a reason. And uh, how have you been saying it? We have not caught up in a hot minute. We have not caught up in a hot minute. What's going on? I feel like, oh my God, it's been like, I feel like I've been doing so much, like the last couple of weeks that I feel like we didn't even have time to even be like, okay, Mm-mm. like, because we have two different schedules. You're like, it's just so different. So even for us to even like put our times and put everything behind and just be like, oh, let's just sit here for like even an hour or so 
we didn't even have time for we that. We usually used to do that, but now it's so busy that Our there's schedules no... schedules are actually crazy. So crazy. There's no yeah. time. And even thinking about it, I don't even really think I even had a time to even, like, sit down and, like, actually, like, l- just let my emotions and everything, you know? It's, mm-hmm. it's a bit, yeah, it's been a bit hectic, a bit crazy. Um, but, yeah, I think we're just going to kind of talk about why we've also been away. That's A lot of people have been asking, like, what's going on? Like, what's well, happening? Why? The amount of people that are like, yo, when's the next episode? I'm like, I'm going through a couple things at the moment. So just let me be. Um, but, no, life, uni, Ramadan, just trying to get through Ramadan, I feel like has been a struggle in its own, um, personally. What about you? How wait? How was Ramadan for you? Because we saw each other like glimpse in like here and there. We saw each other, but it wasn't like we sat down and, and we're, like, it was with like uh, other people. It was yeah, like, it was with a bunch of people. Sit down and talk. But Ramadan was actually amazing this year. I don't know what it is, but the vibes. I feel like even the people that I've spoken to, just they like everybody loved this Ramadan. I don't know what was in the air or anything, but well, like, this Ramadan was actually so beautiful. Even the last day, like, I don't know, like, well, I'm just so sad it's gone. Like, yeah. even me getting back, like, I'm telling after Eid and Ramadan, I'm telling you, I'm still trying to get back into, like, like routine and stuff. Because, like, even my work schedule changed. Because, like, I was, like, I need to change my shifts so that I can have more time to, like, do Ibadah and other things and just, like, try to fast and, you know. But even, ch- like, my work schedule changing, everything changing, I'm just trying to get back to that routine again. And I'm just, like, oh, my God, like, I, I if, if Ramadan was here year long well, like, if it's here every every single month every, every single day yeah. i'll actually be happy i will happily fast 12 months every single day 365 days <laughs> give it to you well, like. yeah fasting i don't care no well like, i i feel like i was like that as well like ramadan was oh my goodness it was beautiful this year i don't know i don't know what was in the air you know how they say love was in the air no 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 ramadan was in the air this well, year like. because i was just feeling it but mentally how were you because i don't know like physically that that's one thing but mentally like how were you oh my god <laughs> i'm laughing okay I, I shouldn't okay i feel like mentally um okay i feel like before ramadan i was like it was like i don't know what i ramadan i feel like ramadan i actually had time to like calm down and like do a bad i feel like i was more calmer and i feel like i was more f- better in a sense like mm-hmm. i feel like i was more I don't know, man. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it's actually hard explaining it. But I feel like during Ramadan, I just, I think it was just the ibadah and just my schedule also. Like, I feel like I really, okay, my schedule, I feel like I changed it so it was different. So mm-hmm. I would be working full time, my hours changing everything. So I had more time to actually sit down, reflect. I had more time for myself and stuff like that, even though, we, like, I was still busy. But I feel like I was doing, like, 50 other things in during the day but i still like had yeah, time yeah. for myself in a way mm-hmm. so i feel like ramadan i think that's what i also loved about ramadan i still had time for myself ibadah like my everyday to like days things that i usually do um but i feel like after i don't know i'm just adjusting like i don't know what it is like you know you know what i don't know if you felt this but did you feel as though you put everything on a pause and then ramadan began and you got into the like into into the mood of ramadan and then once ramadan finished you like unpaused that's what it is i feel like that's the feeling i feel like i put almost everything on pause and i feel like i was just focusing on like like just you know just the like the akhira basically and just like yeah. focusing on like that and then i feel like once ramadan finished like everything just started going by fast and everything started just coming at me in a way mm-hmm. 
and like I just had things coming at me and I was just like it's it's just it's been a bit stressful but like I'm just trying to adjust and the fact that I'm missing on my line I'm just like you know um but there has also been that and yeah well I I feel like I've just been a bit frustrated but how's how's yours like how have you been <laughs> mentally well I mean, mine is crazy mine you know I I will be honest and say I wish mine was what I wanted it to be it like it's not it's not that I didn't like how I was during the Ramadan. Like, I, I love the Ramadan. But it was the most different from every other year, which I'm happy about. It was a lot better than all the other years. But this Ramadan, I just felt as though it was just... I don't even know how to describe it. But I felt as though I saw my life and I was like, oh my goodness, like that's how I used to be like that's literally how I used to be and I was like why can I do everything like I don't know I just felt as though I needed to be better during the Ramadan like I needed to be better I needed to do this I needed to cut everything off which is amazing but it's mentally draining like it, it's as though I paused my whole life everything I used to do started Ramadan and I was like this is how I want to be. This is how I'm going to be. But tr- getting to that stage, it's like if you're not doing it slowly and you just jump into it, it's like so mentally straining because it's different. Yeah. Yeah. But this Ramadan definitely was different. Like something was in the air. I was like very happy because I prioritized the deen a lot more. And you know how a lot of people say that once you start getting on your deen so much more, that's when everything falls into place. Like I felt like that genuinely did happen for me during the Ramadan. And then that whole thing of my life pausing and then now it's unpausing. It's just like now I'm back to how I used to be, which like um, you're basically trying to catch up um, like, yeah. i feel like you pause your life and then it's like now everything's going so fast that you're trying to catch up with like stuff like from a month ago exactly but it is i would say that i am the happiest that i've been i don't know during during ramadan it i truly was it was like pure happiness like genuine pure happiness like that that was the peak of my happiness because in the last few years it has not been a well guys i we're gonna, let's start getting tissue boxes in here because the last few years i feel like it was just i was not, it was not me like it was imposter syndrome the biggest imposter syndrome because i back then i was like oh my gosh ramadan is here like i need to get on my grind i need to get on my dean and then i would go back to my life straight after and it's just like I don't know how to even describe it, but it was the biggest imposter syndrome. So this Ramadan, me genuinely going into it with the mindset that I'm going to do the best that I can do, the I'm going to try, like if I can't do things every single day, like it's fine, but I will try to do everything every single day. Like I felt more at peace, if that makes sense. Yeah. This is, it's it's yeah, definitely I not going to make sense. I, I get what you mean, I get what you mean. Yeah. Okay, so you said that for the last few years you were, you know, you were I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Going through it. I was going through it. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you like have how have you dealt with that? Like Well I didn't even know. First of all, I wouldn't say I've dealt with it because you're still dealing with it? Yeah, I don't think mental health is something that you can your mental health isn't something that you can just fix in a day Mm, or two. Like it's definitely something that you fix 
in a within a long period of time and you don't even fix it even it just morphs into like something that you're a bit more proud of or happy with um and in the last few years like wallahi fasting I would fast but the meaning behind it I didn't know as much and me I didn't come from a like an Islamic school I've said that multiple times everyone's probably like we Maybe know almost every episode <laughs> almost every episode but like got, coming from a public school well hey I'm not gonna lie it was like hard in that sense mentally back then we all know our high school selves I if if everyone listening right now is saying now nah, we didn't go through it in high school. They are lying. They are lying because I feel like everyone has to go through something, like yeah. whether it's good or bad, like you have to go through something. And I feel like back then I was like going through it. Like I knew I, it, this can sound so weird, but like I knew I was Muslim and I knew like there were things I have to do, but the meanings behind the, all of these things I yeah. never knew. So I was just like a battling with trying to be better for the dean and then also battling trying to understand like this westernized society and how it works. Like I'm just like how do people like fit both of them into one whereas like you guys, you guys would pray at school, you guys would read the Quran at school. Like for me, we didn't have that. So it was just more so like how do people do it all in one? Like they still have fun but are on their dean. Where back then I was like a battling with trying to understand which one, like, which one not to go with because I always knew I was Muslim. I knew I, the Islam is like what makes up my whole, like, I don't even know, but like I knew I was Muslim deep down. I knew I was Muslim and there are things that you do and I knew like obviously the Quran and all of this, but I was just so confused and and that was literally on my mind constantly. Like, I was like, oh my goodness, like, what's going on? So back then, I was in the state of confusion where I was just like, which one do I choose? Or, like, where do I go? Or how do I stop one and go with the other? So that was so, like, like there was a huge burnout as well yeah. there. There was, like, a burnout because I was like, okay, like, I need to do these things constantly, constantly, constantly. And I was like okay, so I haven't done it, let me do it this Ramadan. Or I haven't done it, let me do it this Ramadan. Like, it's so confusing to even, like, say now because I'm not, I, I don't even fully understand what happened back then. But it was just like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it was just like I was so confused. I was, I, I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't really have, like, a lot of things to like oh this is gonna sound so weird but oh wait I don't even know what I'm saying at this point <laughs> well I don't, I don't even know I what like, I'm saying yeah I feel like it's gonna be but I feel like um obviously there are moments where like I've also had where I'm just like oh my god like I can't do it no I can't do it anymore but like you just have to like like you, you eventually were like oh, I can't, can't want to give up um yeah but I feel like there was uh, hey there was moments where I was just like, oh my God, like this is getting stressful. And I feel like one uh, one moment that I can remember recently um, was like the podcast. So when we're starting the podcast, mm -hmm. I started with high expectations. Mm -hmm. And something about me is when I go in something with high expectation, that's where I feel like my, and like I put, I vest energy, you have high expectations. 
um and you're just like oh this is gonna go really well and i feel like whatever i do and i have high expectations for it, it doesn't go well i just like punish myself in a way yeah which is something that i'm actually working on um and one of the things that i actually did this ramadan is actually um to go in ramadan with basically no expectations like a lot of things i do now generally even this year beginning it was like oh 2022 resolution blah, 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 like you know 2022 mm-hmm. new me this is i was like that's something that i did not do and i feel like i haven't done it usually but something that i did and i spoke to someone about this it was like i go in the year with an expectation i feel like i did it 2021 2021 if i can kind of go back to that i feel like i had fun but when i look back i was just happy in the moment and That's I wasn't I really, was gonna really, say. I wasn't yeah, truly, I was, yes. I wasn't truly, truly, really happy. So, for example, if I go back to pictures or anything, I would like think about us like saying, "Were you really happy?" In the moment, I was to the point where even going out with people, hanging out with people, socializing, it was just like I can't do it anymore. And yep. I feel like I even had moments where I was so antisocial to the point where I did not speak to no one. I did not communicate to anyone. I didn't want to leave my... Like, it's I just... It was in my little box. Literally, my it's little room. Exactly. But it's that burnout. Like, you do things to try and make yourself happy and you convince yourself, oh my God, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. But in reality, like, you're not happy. Like, And I think that was my whole 2021. Convincing yeah. myself that going out or doing this or doing that will make be me happy. happy. Yeah. But That's truly literally and really, me. I was probably happy five seconds and then mm-hmm. after that, I wasn't. Yep. And no. I feel like this year, it's like, there's a lot of changes that I did. And I feel like, well, like every month, every day, every week, I think I'm kind of growing. But that's something that I feel like that I kind of saw in myself. Like, there will be times where I'm just giving up. I'm like, yeah, I, honestly, I give up. I, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, mentally, physically, I'm just like, I am exhausted. Um, But there's also, like, when I bring it back, because I feel like I just kind of... Yeah. Like, so, like, yeah. <laughs> a little bit there. Um, The podcast. So, yeah, the podcast, I think I really had high expectations um like i was like yes saying no consistency da, 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 blah, blah 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 but one thing i didn't know is i basically like i basically took this as like a full-time job and this is the only thing i was gonna I do know. i completely forgot about work like everything uni everything mm-hmm. um and just even my life you know in general and i feel like i had so much high expectations and then that's where i feel like i don't know I, i'm speaking for myself but i don't yeah. know about you you can speak about um how's that for you and then just seeing people like give you feedback and i'm like okay like i feel like it just as we've got into every episode and like the second episode or third episode, I'm just like, oh wow, like this you is start to see like that it's worth it, guys. Well, like the support, it's like there's been times where I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Like, oh, uh, there's actually so many yeah, times where we're like, yeah, should we give up we this do, one? We do, we sit down and we're like, yeah, we're out, we're out. Yeah, that's done. And then the next day, someone will message us and be like, oh my goodness, what you guys said, like that we've we've looked at our own lives, like that's amazing. And then you realize, okay. It's just that one person, that one person. But what I was, sorry, before I cut you off, what I was going to say was, um, I feel like, you know what I also do a lot is I ignore my feelings. And in the sense where it's just like, I'll be like so sad, genuinely so sad. And then I'm like, Radwan, like, why are you sad? Like, you're in a westernized society where you've got support, you've got a roof over your head, you've got doting siblings loving parents like it's just like you've got everything that you would need why are you happy like why are you sad and it's that stigma around our community as well like I couldn't just go up to someone and be like oh my gosh like I'm 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 genuinely like so sad and back then like I didn't I didn't have Somali friends like I was literally by myself so I was just like going up to my own friends and I was like are you guys sad like what is this feeling that I'm feeling like I was like why am I sad like I I, I have amazing friends I've got 
parents that would do anything for me, like siblings that would do anything for me. And it's just this constant feeling that I'm still sad. Like I'm, I'm not happy where I live. Like I'm not happy where I am. Like it's just like I'm not happy in this country. I'm not happy in my own body. That was the problem. I didn't love myself. That was the biggest issue back then. I didn't love myself. So I just was like punishing myself like why are you so sad so then I'd be like having a whole mental breakdown and still in that state of confusion where I'm like okay let me lean on the dean and then I would start leaning on the dean and I would be like now I'm happy like I'm really happy but then there would be moments where I get sad again and I'm like Rudwan like what's going on like why are you genuinely sad and well I there's been times where I'm just like this is this life is like before I met oh my gosh <laughs> I'm just getting a bit too much but like back then wallahi before I met any of you guys before I met anyone like I was literally I don't even talk about like my old self as well because I was like that person was going through it um but like I just look back at videos and pictures and I'm like sis you're sad like you 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 were sad and back then I didn't reach out to anyone because anyone I did reach out to they were like they were basically no. away. yeah they would just turn me away and be like no 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 like you've got everything you need in this life and you don't need any much anything more and I'm like you know that one saying where it's like oh my the Kardashians are like oh my god Kim people are literally dying in Africa like that's what was going through my head I was like Rudwan, like you've got family overseas and they are going through so much more than you and they're still happy like they're so content with life they're happy and I'm just like okay I have to be happy then because I've got everything I've got like I've got everything I need I've got everything I want like I need to be happy so I forced myself to be happy back then and looking back like I wish I never did and I wish I just accepted the fact that I'm going through something and accepted the fact that there are people you can talk to. There are so many outlets like, oh my goodness. I remember I would go to school, talk to absolutely no one, come home, cry, go back to school, oh do God. all of like there were times will lie where I would I would I had such amazing friends and it was just mentally I was my social battery died. Like it died for a whole few, like yeah. And I was like okay, like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to see anyone. I don't even like myself. So what do I do? There were times, it's going to sound really sad, but there were times where I literally went to the bathroom and was, like, eating my lunch. And I was like, I can't socialize with people. I literally was like, I can't be socializing with people. But I was like, and, like, my health was declining. Like, everything was not going my way. And I was like mentally there's something wrong here there's genuinely something wrong here and I only knew that the day I graduated high school the day I graduated I was like I am so happy like like there's a level of like happiness where I don't have to pretend like I can be myself and I was like okay I'm not happy in the city I'm not even happy in this country where else can I go and I was ready to leave until until one day until one day someone was like come to this dinner and I literally came and my social anxiety was also so bad so that's why I never spoke to anyone because my social anxiety was like through the roof oh my God. Wow. so I literally went to that dinner and 
and I just see all these girls and they're all talking to each other and sitting at this one table and they're like so happy like they're genuinely so happy and I was like sitting there and I was like uh this is not my scene like let me go back into that bathroom like this was not my scene like this is too much for me there's so much going on and well I was just like I don't know even back then I literally before I came out I even cried in my car I was like oh my god I can't be doing this like let me just go back into my room let me go back to my house like let me go back to my comfort zone and I think back then I was just I don't know back back in my high school days I didn't reach out to anyone because of that stigma there was no support that I really knew about no one talked about it um, I've seen people within my own community like like go through things themselves and it's not like yeah. something where you can go oh I'm gonna go speak to someone about it like I'm gonna go to a therapist or I'm gonna go and check myself into rehab yeah. or th- there's th- no one talks about it which and I feel like that's something so sad especially in our community because I feel like when someone's going through something it's just like okay you're like you're fine are you Mm -hmm. like you're physically fine Mm -hmm. but like they don't know like mentally that someone is going through something and i feel like since we are first generation well most of us are probably first generation kids that were born here and raised here our our parents probably like our parents in general and you know people older than us the old generation don't know that Mm -hmm. because they haven't gone through that and sometimes like even when I go through something I'm just like I have my parents that you know we have parents like you know came from world war countries they left their families behind they left everything behind so who am I to be sitting in a corner crying and validating our feelings exactly because they've gone through it they didn't go to therapy Mm -hmm. they didn't go they've dealt with it themselves they probably haven't dealt with it they probably have inner trauma um Mm -hmm. that they haven't dealt with and they still like they still like they raised us they had to start from scratch learn the language like basically leave their own home Mm -hmm. and create a home here and i feel like forget about it but like even hearing stories like the struggles and stuff that our parents actually go through i'm just like sometimes who am i to be sitting in a little corner when god has given me this 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 this, that i've never experienced pain i've never seen anything i've no one asked me to pay a penny so for me to be sitting here in a little corner who am i um and i feel like for me personally when i realized that mental health was so important i feel like is when i graduated high school because i feel like during my high school times i was going to school like it was just a routine Mm -hmm. um but i feel like after graduating starting work i feel like that's when i realized okay mental health is important um and i feel like i just had a lot of things affecting me um you know like i just had like i just had like my first job i had to do because i realized my mental health was uh, like important and I feel like I started seeing signs um, that I was like, okay, well, Sainab, like you are, you don't like this job, and that your mental health is way important. Like I would find myself not going to work, or like even like I'm completely fine now, but like yeah, I don't want to go to work, and I just call in sick. Um, to the point where I will take one day off every single week because I just didn't want to be in that environment. Um, and there will just be times where I'll just when I go to work, I'm not on my best game. I don't want to speak to nobody. I just want to do my own thing. Like there was just so many things that I just saw. And I was like saying, are you even happy? Like, are you actually staying at a place where you're just getting paid? Like your your happiness, your, your, like your health is way important, especially your mental health is way important. And wallahi, I feel like, wallahi, let's not talk about like how many jobs <laughs> I've jumped to. Oh my goodness. It's just like, I, I don't even, th- I, to be honest, I don't even think like even staying a, a job long term is actually for me. But um, we yeah, both wallahi. worked at that job and, 
Well, when I tell you when I quit, I, I'm like I'm oh still happy. Goodness. Like I am extremely happy. Like, and that's what I realized while saying it. Like my mental health was so bad. Like I will go depressed. Like imagine I would struggle to wake up every day. Exactly. Like I right, would same. struggle, and then I will go to work every single day, twenty minutes late. Mm-hmm. And then like no one really like actually came up to me like hey you're late. You know what I mean? You know you get to that point where you're just like. I don't know. I felt like I would go to work and I'd be late. No one would talk to me. And I'm just like craving someone to come talk to me. And I'm just like craving that feeling of someone to come just say, are you okay? Like, are you okay? Because I, if someone asked me that while I was working there, honestly, tears. And let me tell you, you, yeah, I'm seeing everyone like working, like they're on their A game, like they're all speaking to everyone. And I'm just like, how is everyone so happy at a place that I'm depressed at? Like, I am so sorry, but, like, I just mentally, physically, I just couldn't be there. I would always find myself not speaking to anyone, not socializing when they go for dinners, parties, and everything. I just was not there. And that's when I realized, well, I had my mental health support. So I I decided to quit. I had a resignation letter. I said, I just mentally, physically cannot be there. Resignation letter. This girl texted. She texted there. She was like, yeah, I don't think I'm coming. Nor am I coming the next day, nor the day after. So I'm done. And did I? Well, I was, and funny thing about it is, I pulled my phone, do not disturb, and no one called me. You know, they sent me an email saying, when Yeah, you goodbye. The, the survey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know was that survey. So sh- <laughs> I was so shocked. But no, well, I, that's when I like, um, and when I literally quit, well, I, I was so happy. I'm telling you, I was smiling from chick to chick all the way to getting home. That whole night, I was like, I'm pulling, all, I'm staying all night. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just live a life now. Because, well, I, I feel like, I don't know. But little, even little things like that, I feel like, well, I was like little things that I just clocked, but I still, like, the thing about me is I don't, like, my feelings, I put them aside. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm a put them person, to the Well, I put them aside, and when I have, like, when I come across problems and things, I was like, yeah, I leave it to side, and then I would distract myself, mm-hmm. which is something that, well, I need to, like, I'm trying to work on, especially this year, because, well, like, putting something aside and, bo- like, even bottling up your feelings, well, that's just going to make it worse. Yeah, I the do want to. Like, the more you bottle up, the more, like, well, it's going to get worse for you. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's something that I'm working on. I do want to say as well, guys, like, stop invalidating your feelings. Like, yes, we're first generation Somalis living a decent life. We've got things that we've, we have things that other people don't have in the world. But stop invalidating your feelings. Like, accept that you're going through something and acknowledge those feelings. Don't just say, okay, I shouldn't be feeling this. You should be feeling this. We're all human. And you know what it is? People that just don't want to be vulnerable. Like, I, like, okay, there's so many, like, I don't know what it is, but, um, people just don't want to be vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. they don't want to, like, actually, like, they think that being, like, showing your feelings or, like, just being emotion, like, I feel like we're all humans. Everyone has, you know, emotions. And I feel like for you to, exp- like, have Express those emotions them, and yeah, yeah. let them out, that does not make you less of a human or does that doesn't make you less of a man or less of a woman or any or anything. Mm-hmm. But it just makes you stronger. Like, you need to let out those feelings um, for you to just, you know, get, not get past it, but, like, for you to, Go through yeah, that day yeah. by day, basically. No, I get it. And um, going because bottling up will will just make it worse. It, it is. Will make it does. It way, way, way worse. No, Wallahi, it does. And like going back to, like I met you guys the was it a month or two after I graduated high school, and like so I left high school. I was so happy, and then I basically met you guys. I went home and I was like smiling from cheek to cheek, and I don't usually do that. Like I, I don't usually go home and like smile like usually i go home and i'm like p- 
punishing myself and like talking myself down and i'm was like days, was it was it that day where there's days where you have the best day and you just replay it in your head yeah i was like and no that's when you know someone is good for your mental health is when you realize that they have uplifted you and you feel as though you are worth it like being here like you genuinely are and wallahi would you believe me when i oh, this is gonna no would you literally believe me when i say like the week before so when I graduated high school the week before, I literally was like, if I didn't know my purpose, I didn't know I was going through the stage where I didn't know my purpose for being here. I didn't know my purpose for why I'm still here. Like, and I didn't know like why I'm here. Like I, I knew I, I'm here for my dean and I knew like there was nothing I was motivated for. Like there was nothing that got me out of my bed and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go work for my mom. I'm going to go work for like my family, my reputation. Like I'm going to go better myself for the dean. Like I didn't have that. I didn't have any sense of belonging to something. So I never knew like I needed to go do something. And I was just like, you, it's, it's so sad to even say but there were times where I was like why am I here like wallahi why am I here and then (laughs) there were there were things that I was like so many things I bottled up and I was like expressing them all of that one time and I was like I can't leave the city I I I can't leave it obviously I was I was like underage so I was like I can't leave the city there's nowhere else I can run to nowhere else I can go no one I can talk to um and that's my own personal choice. I, I made that choice not to reach out to people because I kind of wanted to talk to someone who was like was was like Muslim in a way because I feel like they would understand what I'm going through and now realizing that was probably the worst mistake I could have made. Like I should have just reached out to really anyone because well, I, back then I was like if I wasn't Muslim, I don't think I'd be here right now. Like that, and and that's uh, so sad to say. Like, <laughs> if right. I oh if, no, it's so it's so as 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 sad as it is. It's so amazing to see like uh, how I've come from there to now. I'm just like I, cause in this dean, you can't do things like that. Like you you just can't do things like that so that was literally the only thing that was holding me together like back then that was literally the only thing holding me together and I remember I just made a dua and I was like you know what Allah you've got my back you've got me you've got me through everything can you help me out here like just help me in a little just help me out a little bit like I'm not doing the best right now but just help me out a little bit I need something I need a sign or something to tell me to keep going because I never had that I never had that will to like continue to live and I was just like what do I do so I met you guys (laughs) no 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 the tears no I met you guys and I was like this is my will like I've got amazing amazing people around me and it's it's so so oh my gosh okay (laughs) no but well i just (laughs) oh my god away (laughs) no not the tears i'm fine but um that actually that phrase is something i used to use a lot now i'm fine i got this like i'm fine 
But no, back then, wallahi, I was just like trying to figure out what is my purpose? Like, what is my purpose? Like, I was like, and I was filling things in my life to try and figure out and tell me like, this is your purpose. This is why you are here. This is what you're doing. And I feel like me now, I know my purpose. I have a plan for my life. I, I know how I want it to go. I know what I continue to live for. Like, now I know. And I only got to the stage because of the friends that I have, the friends that I built, the relationships I built. I just want to tell people that there are amazing people out there in the world that truly care about you, that care that you are here, that care that you are friends with them. And I... Oh my God, wallahi. Sis, I was... Oh my God. Wallahi, I'm literally using my hijab. It's actually... Oh my God, subhanAllah. Oh my God. Yeah. Whoa. No, but I... Okay, I quickly just want to say something. I did write it on my notes, and my notes is like my I'm I'm literally shaking. Oh, my notes, yeah, my diary. But I just want to say that if you are listening to this podcast, I want you to know that you're not alone. You are much more than your mental health. Make your mental health a priority and take care of yourself. Your mental health is a priority. Your self-care is a priority. Your happiness is a priority. And your existence is a priority. Which I feel like I wish someone told me that back then. Because I'd be like, I, d- I didn't really know what mental health was back then. I was just so confused and was like, I've got everything I need. Like, I've I've got it. Like, what is this feeling that I'm feeling? But I don't be so harsh on yourself. Like, if, that, if I was to tell myself something back then, I would be saying to myself to, to not be harsh on myself. And to anyone who's in high school now, please, I urge you, reach out to people. Do not be harsh on yourself. I know this doesn't get said a lot, but well, like, there's that one person that is proud that you are still with them. Um, and honestly, I'm... And reach out to anyone. Yeah, like, reach out. I professional help. I feel like... Um, I really like something that I really want to do is go to therapy. Um, I don't know. I really, mm. I just think that, I don't know. Just talking to someone. Going, yeah, yeah. I'm not dealing with anything right now, but I still want to go to therapy. I just want to work on myself. Um, and that's not something to be ashamed of. Wallahi. Um, I feel like you should be proud of it, anything. You should be proud of it actually. Um, but I think even breaking that stigma where, Oh, Hey, um, I want to speak of my feelings or like, you know, especially mental health and, even going therapy people look upon people look at you like okay you're crazy like are you like you don't have to be or physically create you don't have to be crazy or physically like going through something for you to go to therapy or get professional help um and i think that wallahi um we should change that i think we should Mm -hmm. start um you know start taking mental health a bit uh, more seriously and start talking about it definitely uh, break that barrier and just you know be more comfortable about it and proud of it too exactly well. and mental health does not work around your schedule it doesn't come when you want it to come it it's it's not it's, a pick or choose yeah it's, it's, it just, it's not you know. it will come like in times that you obviously don't like it won't even come i feel like mental health is just something that you need to always look for I don't know. You just need to constantly look out for yourself. And every day is a battle. On some days, you demolish whatever's ahead of you. On others, you just have to hang on for your dear life. Either way, well, I just want to say that everyone listening to this podcast, you are enough. 
you are beautiful. You are loved. And wallahi, you're loved beyond comprehension. There are people out there that genuinely like probably think about you before they sleep. There are the people out there, your parents, wallahi, if you, if you, even if you don't have a good connection with your parents, like there's always that person out there for you. There's always someone that you can go to, there's speak to. always someone. And uh, I think to end this off, I just want to bring up the topic and the saying that you are not a burden. You are not a burden on someone's life. You are not a burden on your family's life. Like you are not a burden. If you feel as though you are going through a situation where your mental health is declining, walk up to someone that you trust, walk up to a friend, anyone and just say, can I talk to you? And well, I just let it out like let it out really and i feel like one eye that i like i live by or like that kind of pushes me is that the eye that in the with like mm-hmm. hardship comes ease and um, yep. even the eye where allah subhanahu ta'ala wouldn't burden someone with, with basically the, with with what's the ayah allah subhanahu ta'ala wouldn't burden someone with what they can't handle basically mm-hmm. um so i feel like wallahi just know that you always has you have someone um and inshallah you know khair but um, I feel like this episode was just more of us kind of... Yeah, well, I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't know what this episode yeah, was. I, like, I think we just... Yeah. yeah. We're just being over ourselves. But I feel yeah. like also, like, some people may think, oh, my God, Sainab, you're like this, you're like that. Because I feel, I think, okay, I'm probably like, you know, there are people okay, thinking, oh, these girls are probably their best life. They're happy, blah, blah, blah. But well, like, social, media social media is a facade. Social media is a lie. It's, it's a scam. It's everything, <laughs> it's honestly. Everything. Um, social. Guys, wallahi, when I tell you, I have people that probably think I'm living my best life. There are people that think I'm constantly happy. Like, wallahi, I truly am happy now. But back then, I used social media as this barrier. Yeah. Last year, I was I was convincing, like never convincing. Oh my! That goodness. that social media, yes, yes, like yes, you know yes. what it is. Just and I feel like social media, what it, what it is about is because you pull out your best moments, or you think personally, me, you show your best moments, or you think your best moments you are living, but actually, it's just it's a facade. I think it's, it's a facade. It's it's literally this barrier that we put over, like we shield, like. Uh, breakdowns and everything with men- we just, like yeah, we just show yeah. our best times but we don't show our bad times no and like obviously i wouldn't go and like show like my me like bawling down crying like, i'm not gonna go show that but we do need to accept the fact that social media you need to take a break from it you see all these people's lives and you're like i need to be that i want to be that you don't like you really don't you're your own person and this episode has been going in circles um yeah i think the biggest thing that we wanted to get across that is that mental health really is a priority it's something that we do need to focus on within our community as well there are so many there are so many things there is this one person in our city i'm not gonna like throw any names out there but there is this one person in in our city and if they are listening to this that'd be so cool but um i like i see what they do for mental health in our community and i'm like okay wow i need to start doing that and i think that we have that platform we do have that platform we have this podcast an amazing podcast where we have younger listeners as well and i feel like we couldn't just come on this month and start like babbling on like we needed to address that mental health is important and um and it's not just it is this this month's more of awareness but i feel like you know 
even though it's like we don't like not other months it's spoken about mm-hmm. as much we we want to see that we want to yeah, see that every, every month, single every single day, day every yeah. single minute that you know that people are actually taking it seriously yeah it needs uh, to be talked about it's not about. just this month because you know just because this month is the month for awareness it yeah. shouldn't just be okay it should aw- continue yeah it should continue mm-hmm. basically no but there are hotlines um we have listed a lot as i said at the start but beyond blue Somali Forgotten Minds. I just want to throw appreciation to Somali Forgotten Minds. They're a charity, um, an organization dedicated to raising awareness on mental illnesses in Somalia, as well as bring the Somali diaspora together to join the movement to end the stigma surrounding mental illness. Um, there's also Hayat Line, and basically, this is I don't I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone talk about Hayat Line, but it provides emotional support for um, suicide prevention with. Com- passion connection rahma and hope and also there's a men's line this we're from australia so this is kind of basing around australia's hotlines but there's a men's line hotline there's kids helpline there's just a lot of support that you can find just literally search up um mental health hotlines and you'll find one in your city and honestly do not be embarrassed of reaching out because if you're reaching out to people for your mental health for the sake of your mental health you are stronger than this illness you are stronger than it has like you're just you're stronger like i i don't want it to you should be proud of yourself honestly yeah yeah because it is hard but if for you to go out there and ask for help you should actually be proud of that. You should. Um, but yeah, I think we should break that stigma. Um, and inshallah, you know, we all are able to, you know, do better for ourselves, inshallah. And uh, oh my God, this episode, will hey, I, it's, it's, it's gone in circles. But I do want to say that, um, yeah, you can DM us, you can message us. And Wallahi, once again, you are loved. You are enough. Message us. Reach out to someone. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And we will see you guys next, next week.